Christian, um, I have to say, when the last slate of NFL games started this past week, um, I was assuming that this would actually be one of the more straightforward conversations we would have. Me too, bro. I really thought so, but you see what happened. Can the Chiefs convert? Mahomes drifting. Downfield. Intercepted. His first of the season, Jeff Heath comes away with it. And Heath could go. Tripped up by Mahomes inside the five. The Raiders' defense has come to play in the second half. That does not look good, Jim. Oh, no. And look at Gallup reacting and Dalton getting ready to go in. Oh, you can just see that at the bottom. Just, oh. You know, one of those you don't want to see twice. A week five full of ups, downs, highlights, and lowlights. We're here to break it down. Yep, let's do it. You know what time it is. This is Crunch Time with QTC. Um, so the first of huge storyline that we have to touch on is, of course, Dak Prescott. 13. Not going to keep it. Prescott breaks the tackle. And picks up a total of nine more. Oh, no. Oh, no. So I go in the break. Dak Prescott's right ankle, right foot. Turned sideways. You hate for any team in the National Football League to lose their quarterback. And I think the Cowboys and their fans, everybody knows how important Dak, you know, is to the success of this team. And um, the Cowboys quarterback uh, went down with an ankle dislocation and fracture that will render him out for the season. Um, he was rolling to his left and veteran safety for the Giants. Um, Logan Ryan tackled him, awkwardly landing on his ankle in a pretty gruesome injury that I think all of us got a little squeamish. And, you know, there's two outlooks to this. One is, what's the future for Dak Prescott? This is the man who was not paid by Jerry Jones, man who was playing on a one-year deal for a franchise tag. Um, and then what's the outlook for the Cowboys? You know, do the Cowboys re-sign their quarterback? Do they make money for him? Do they stick with Andy Dalton? Christian, tell us your takeaways from this huge Dak Prescott injury. Okay, well, let's get right into it. Well, I'll just start by saying this. Dak Prescott, who has never missed a start, the 66% passer for his career, who's constantly been under pressure since his first snap. Dak Prescott got screwed. He came in there and placed Tony, Mr. I can't win a playoff game, Romo. All right, time and time again, he had to prove himself, although he was already proven. And I think this is a good point to show that athletes should never be criticized for holding out to get paid because their careers can end in a moment's notice. Now, with that being said, the future for Dak, in my opinion, I think it still looks bright. He had his contract negotiations this summer. Cowboys offered finally 35. I think Dak wanted 38. Now, I'll just say this. If anybody can get over this, it's Dak Prescott. He's been under the limelight this year alone. He's lost throughout the last year. He's lost his mother. He lost his brother to suicide. He was struggling with depression. And in my opinion, this injury in comparison to all of that is nothing. But I think this is a big blow for the Cowboys. And they're gonna and they're really gonna find out how valuable Dak is to them. Because he was carrying the team on his back and now he's gone. That's real. That's real. I know. And the thing about it is we always joke about these Cowboys. I remember texting you saying this is the worst. This is the best worst team I've ever seen. And I think what I meant by that was 
this is a team that's putting up like 40 points a game and barely winning against really bad opponents, basically. And, you know, and a lot of the reason they were staying afloat is because Dak was throwing for 500 yards a game. You know, the, these first three games, he threw for more passing yards than anyone ever in the history of the NFL, which is just crazy. Exactly. Let's break it down, okay? They've been playing well. Dak has been playing well, rather. But in all honesty, they play in the JV division of the NFL, all right? The NFC East is a joke. Everybody's losing. Therefore, every game you win, your chances of going to the playoffs goes up. I think the winner of this division might only have six or seven wins. But all I'm going to say is that it really shows that one player away from a team can really affect them, especially at the quarterback position. The Cowboys are not going to be the same because Dak has literally been holding them up. And it's really going to be interesting to see what goes forward. And in my opinion... I hate to say it, but with Dak with his contract negotiation, Jacob, I wouldn't be surprised if Dak was at home secretly cheering for the Cowboys to lose. But that's just me. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. I love Andy Dalton. I think he's underrated, which is crazy to say and roast me for that. But he's nowhere near um, as close to Dak Prescott. And the problem with Dak Prescott is, you know, how do we evaluate quarterbacks when it comes to money, right? You saw what Patrick Mahomes got. You saw what Deshaun Watson got. Um, and then the argument is Dak Prescott as good as those guys to warrant that $38 million a year. And I think, you know, Dak sitting in a room with his agent with Jerry Jones probably couldn't convince Jerry Jones that that was the case. But I think after the Cowboys, you know, throughout the season, just perform pretty badly without Dak and Andy Dalton at the helm. I think Dak will have the biggest, you know, thing to say about, hey, dude, you guys missed me clearly because y'all suck. And now I want to get paid. Look how much I was doing for you. Exactly. No, but also, too, I think we need to realize something. I think how much a quarterback gets paid is correlated with the market at the time. Quarterbacks get paid with the market, however much the cap is for that market, okay? Because look back 10 years ago, 25 million was a new thing. All these quarterbacks, whether it was Breeze, Rodgers, or even the Atlanta Falcons quarterback, Matt Ryan, they all got that 25 million a year. Now, the max is 35, and you're seeing more quarterbacks get that. Ultimately, I don't really think it's dependent on skill. If you're a franchise quarterback, you're going to get the max market um, for whatever the market value is at the time for a franchise quarterback. And I think it's as simple as that. When we come back, we'll talk about the Raiders, Christian's Raiders, upsetting the Chiefs. That's right. <laughs> Hey, everybody, welcome back. This is Crunch Time with QTC. We're going to keep breaking it down for you. Here we go. I think we're talking Chiefs and Raiders, my Raiders. Raiders. Let's get into it, Jacob. I'm excited, man. So, again, we talk about week five sort of being a bland week, but now um, we have the Dak storyline. But another huge storyline, I think, from that week was the Raiders upsetting their division rival Chiefs. This Chiefs team that just won the Super Bowl, that's pretty much been crushing every opponent they've come against i don't know know about that time um christian might disagree but a team that that is a consensus dominant like a dominant team that we think is that we rarely ever pick um to lose and we saw a raiders team who has been growing under john gruden put up a clinic not in the first half but in the second half on this chiefs offense that we think is unstoppable so i'm gonna move it to my favorite raiders fan Christian QTC to talk about, you know, is this Raiders win uh, something that we should look at as, wow, are these Raiders really going to challenge this this Chiefs for this, you know, division title? Or is this sort of 
um, an aberration and we should still respect the Chiefs. In my opinion, we need to pump the brakes on both of these teams. Okay, yes, I'm saying we need to stop with the Raiders hype. Even though I'm a big Raiders fan, we need to stop with the Chiefs hype. Yes, I know the Chiefs won the Super Bowl last year, but if we look at what happened this year, okay, they defeated the Texans a week or so before they fired their coach. They beat the New England Patriots minus Cam Newton, so they beat Brian Hoyer. And the, and the Chiefs also struggled to beat the Chargers, who are now 1-4, okay? The Chiefs have had difficulty this year beating these mediocre teams. So let's pump the brake. Also, this was a one-sided affair in regard to offense. Defense was not really the key of this game. The Raiders scored more points. Mahomes was not did not play his best on third down. There were some drops involved. But ultimately, I think we need to pump the brakes on both of these teams. The way the Chiefs are playing right now, they will not repeat, okay? They're not going to make it back to the Super Bowl if they don't beat mediocre teams. Yeah, that's a really good point. And the reason we think the Chiefs are so dominant is because, at least for me, we watch a Chiefs game and you realize that they make mistakes, right? But they still win, so you kind of brush it off. But you see they make mistakes. You see, you know, there's some penalty issues. But they're so dominant that they win. And I think Christian's right. Pointing out those things will prevent them from winning another championship. Um, In this game, you know, they failed to make three, four third downs in a row, conversions in a row for the first time, you know, since the since the Mahomes read Andy Reid era, which is crazy to even think about. Um, so, I mean, I, I agree with Christian, right? This is time to punch your brakes, but I'm also excited about the Raiders, right? I think John Gruden is doing something, and Derek Carr played well, man. He didn't like throw it to the opponent, uh, like the opposite team, like he usually does. Exactly, but I think yeah, the Raiders they did they did things well. I think Derek Carr, I'm gonna say the key word, he managed the game better than Patrick Mahomes. He took care of the ball. He didn't turn it over. He was efficient on third down, and he ran the offense well. I don't think he did anything overly well. Mahomes did throw an interception. But overall, the Raiders just played on offense fundamentally better. Their defense played pretty well, stopping Mahomes and whatnot. But I don't think this is anything to get excited about. All right? We got a big name win. We beat the Super Bowl champions. But going forward, I think the Raiders still need to improve in a lot of areas if they want to be a threat this year. I appreciate what John Gruden, what John Gruden has done changing the culture. But if we want to make the playoffs, I think our defense has to improve a lot. Yeah. And, you know, keep an eye out for these Raiders. I mean, we will have Christian's biased takes, you know, every time we make a podcast because this man is is Raider is Raider Nation till he dies. Another th- a couple things I want to point out, especially with talking about your the 49ers, or as you say, the 40 winers, the 40 winers. Thank you, Christian, for correcting me. You know, they benched Jimmy Garoppolo for CJ Beathard in the middle of the game at halftime. What do you have to say about that? That was crazy to me to think that Kyle Shanahan would do that. Well, let's just say this. They're using his ankle as an excuse to comp um, to. They're using that ankle as an excuse for his poor performance. But in my opinion, if he was good enough to play in the first half, his ankle was just fine, okay? Jimmy Garoppolo did not play well, and overall the Niners just did not play well. I know that he's absent of some huge weapons, but ultimately I, I people need to see this benching as what it was. He, they didn't play well. The game was out of hand, and they wanted to save him for the next week. So you'll see what happens. Ultimately, the Niners aren't going to do very much this year, and I think they're going to start getting into their must-win games because their season, they can't lose very more games in the best division in football. That's true. That's true. Well, um, that's crunch time for this week. Christian, do you want to leave listeners anything? 
hey thank you for listening be ready for my money with your mouth take my saturday segment other than that peace and love and have a good rest of your day